You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast, episode 109. Hello, sunshine, and welcome back to the Gold Biz Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Traxler. So I want you to ask yourself, honestly, raise your hand, ask yourself if you've ever felt awkward when it comes time to talk turkey, talk money, all the things, because I know I have been there too. Even as a business owner and an entrepreneur, it can be uncomfortable or you just aren't really confident around it too. But I also feel like I've been doing this long enough that I've been able to gain the confidence around not only what I charge, but how I go about it and how I talk about it too. And just with what I'm offering too as a service, because I know people come to me knowing and asking for a service that costs money. So thinking about it, we should not feel ashamed to share that and share that craft and share our art and talk about it and making sure that we're collecting the money to all the things. Because think about it too. I want you to think about it this way. We wouldn't just walk into a restaurant and expect them to make us a free meal. So that you know they're serving us with their time and their expertise and their art and their craft to deliver a service and it an experience to us too. And the same thing goes for wedding photographers. It's the same thing that's no different or just whatever type of entrepreneur you are. So in this episode, I'm going to cover four things to help you make sure that you're getting paid for your service and you feel really good about it too. So starting with number one is the process for asking for payments. I hear photographers saying all the time they struggle with receiving the actual payment from their clients and maybe they send the contract and the invoice and then they don't really hear back from their clients and then they don't really know what to do. How do I email them back? How do I approach it? I feel a little anxious around it. You know, I don't want to be pushy. All those feelings and emotions start to surface too when your potential client doesn't actually make the payment for you, which is obviously not what you want to run into. So that to me, if that's happening to you is an indicator that you're process in the way that you're presenting the payment options for them isn't quite clicking or something's a little off there. Something's not really working. So my suggestion for that would be start with having a really clear and solid way that you are asking for the payments. That way it's just going to set boundaries and expectations around your payments and if you're going to hold the payments for them and what that looks like. And it's also going to help train your potential clients to respect you and your craft and respect you getting paid and respect the fact that you are doing this either from, you know, for income or a living, whatever that looks like for you. So making sure that you get paid as a wedding photographer, the first things first is the process of how you're asking for the payments. So this also comes with being confident with the way you're asking it, but also being really clear in the way you're asking for it too. So thinking about it this way, when it's within email communication or even on a phone call, anything, no matter how that looks, you don't want it to get buried in the middle of an email. So you know, if you're asking for the payment or the payment link is in the middle of an email, or if it's in the middle of an email that's really wordy or whatever that looks like, they might simply just not see it and they might skip over it and not see it. And that's maybe why they're not paying. So it's the process of how you're asking for the payments. You want to be clear. You want to make it clear to them. You want it to be visually clear. So they exactly know what the next steps are and you're creating boundaries and expectations around the payments as well. And then tip number two 
is the process for getting payments. So if you feel like you maybe already have a good system down, so step one wasn't really your thing because you already have a good system for asking for the payments, but really still need help in securing them and making sure that the payments are getting submitted. Then another thing that you need to look at is your process of collecting the payments. Like what does that look like? What communication expectations are you setting around this? Have you already made it clear to them that you're available for that date and you'd love to photograph their wedding? So in their minds, they just think they're good and they think that they're booked with you because we all know as photographers, that's not the case. We know we need a signed contract. We know we need a deposit and a retainer paid before we can make it you know, official with people. But if you're just telling them, yes, I'm available and this is it. And these are my dates and or my rates for things and we're good to go. They might just completely forget and just think that they're good to go with you. So have you made it clear with all those things? Because some people don't know that they need those things to be able to be booked. So whether you need to add that to your phone call conversations, your phone call follow-ups, your follow-up emails, your check-ins, your pricing guides, anything like that, whatever that may be, it needs to be talked about, in my opinion, in several locations, multiple times. People need to hear it. They need to know it. It needs to be clear, all of those things. And I highly suggest that if you haven't already to put a deadline on how long the contract and the invoice are good for before they expire. So maybe you had a phone call with a potential client and they're all in. They want to book with you. They want to solidify things. You say, awesome. I will send over all the information and then we can go from there. Make sure that your offer, so your contract and your invoice or your proposal, however you're setting that stuff, maybe it has a deadline and it's going to expire in three days. So making sure that that you're also communicating that and making it really clear with your client of, okay, here's your proposal, here's your contract, and here's your invoice. Make sure this gets signed and paid within three days. You have 72 hours until it expires. Otherwise, I'm opening back up this date that I have because I know it's a really popular day and I'm getting inquiries for other things. You know, if that obviously if that applies, if that doesn't, then don't say that. But just letting them know either way, then you can position it in a way of I'm just going to open it back up then if it's not signed and paid within the three days. That way it's going to prompt them to really take time to talk about it and really decide, make a decision together. And that way they're going to take action sooner than later. Otherwise, they're just going to say, oh, we'll have time to sit on it. We'll talk with family this week. We'll talk this week. You know, whatever that looks like. If you put a, a deadline on it, they will find the time to talk and they will find the time to make that decision and make that payment and sign your contract and all that stuff, which will prompt them to actually get it done, which will prompt you to actually get paid and it's actually going to get booked. So that would be my suggestion for your process of how like to get things paid and get things signed. And then step number three, think about where you're collecting payments. If you know me, I'm a huge fan of HoneyBook. I know a lot of you guys use HoneyBook too in your businesses, but I actually don't collect payments through HoneyBook anymore. I only collect and I only do my client communication and my contracts and my scheduler. Not only, I do a ton of things on HoneyBook, but when it comes to payments and stuff, I don't do payments anymore. I actually stopped collecting through HoneyBook a few years ago when we were doing my taxes and prepping and realizing how much money I was actually losing in the transaction fees with it. So I personally made the switch to doing all of my invoicing through QuickBooks, which honestly has just saved me thousands of dollars personally on transaction fees alone, which to me 
was worth making the switch of doing that extra step of doing those things. So I mentioned this point on where to collect your payments so that you're just aware of your transaction fees and whatever program you're using to collect payments, whatever that looks like for you, just to make sure and draw attention to you that you are tracking that and keeping, you know, keeping track of that so that you know how much money you're spending or just missing out on from your transaction fees from whatever platform you use. And it's your business. So you can do whatever the heck you want when it comes to your payments. So if you wanted to collect checks, you could. If you wanted to do Zelle, if you wanted to do HoneyBook, if you wanted to do QuickBooks, like what I do, it's your business. You can do whatever you want. And listen, HoneyBook, honestly, I think hands down is the easiest way on both parties' ends because it provides a really good client experience for them, in my opinion. And it's also just way easier on us because we can just have it all in one place and you can split up the payments. You can add your taxes. You can have it where people choose their own add-ons. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's way, way easy to do it on HoneyBook. I think that's the best way for client experience on their end and your way. But at the end of the day, when I was looking at my transaction fees, I just could not justify the amount of money that I was losing out on in transaction fees. So that's just my opinion on all that stuff. So I also, like I said, I do use QuickBooks now. I do that extra step. I think that extra step for me is worth it in my workflow to do QuickBooks for my invoicing, whatever that be for you, make sure that where you're collecting your payments is simple and easy on them because you want to make this process as easy on them as possible. If you want to get paid and you want your potential clients to make the payment, you need to make it easy on them. So whatever that looks like for you, just deciding that. And then step number four to getting paid is creating contracts around your payments and making sure that you are really clear on all of this stuff. So another way to really ensure that you're getting paid as a wedding photographer is to make sure that you have solid verbiage and clauses in your contract stating all of these things. And that way, just making sure that your contract is really clear about around like what the payment schedule looks like for them, when they're paying it, how much they're paying it, how they're paying it, all the things. You really want to be clear and you can customize this in each contract if it looks different for people, just whatever that looks like. But it's also really important just to make note of what will happen if there is payment failure as well. Letting them know that and letting them know what legal action, just being legally bind through a contract, what legal action would take place if their payment was not paid, if they had a failure to pay. So making sure that that's really clear too. And at the end of the day, you have to remember, I know this is all scary when you think of that and all like the contracts and legal stuff, but at the end of the day, you're running a business and people know that they're coming to you for a service. They're coming to you because they know you offer that and you people know they have to pay for services. So it's not a shock to you or to them that you're charging an amount of money for your craft and for your service and that there are rules around those payments and those plans and all that stuff. So just by having it be really strong and really clear in your contract, that's a really, really good place to start to. So let's recap on these things just to make sure that you're getting paid as a wedding photographer and just some things to think about too. Number one was the process of asking for payments. Number two was the process for getting the payments. 
payments. Number three was where you're collecting payments. And then number four is the contracts around your payments. So again, hopefully this you were able to kind of take something away from this because again, you're a business owner. So it's okay to have that confidence and act as a business too when it comes to collecting payments and getting paid and taking action when you need to as well. So these are just my few steps to help ensure that you are doing it with confidence. I really hope this was helpful for you or you took something away from it at least. So if you loved this episode, make sure you screenshot it and share it to your stories and tag me at Rachel Traxler so I can see which episodes you are loving the most. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you so much. Keep shining and we'll see you next time.